Hello and welcome back to Season 6, Episode 4 of my podcast, Santini's Daily Dose. This is your guest, Josiah. You guys, I'm so glad you're here to listen to today's journal that I have for you. I'm going to just talk about um, things that I saw grow in me this week, things that I struggled with. I am going to go into a moment of confession of sin. And I just, in those in the, in that moment, I pray that you would do Galatians 6.1 where it says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore them gently. Other versions... Uh, where it says, uh, restore them gently. Other versions say, um, to keep your critical thoughts to yourself. So it's really interesting. I think that's the message version where the one that says, keep your critical thoughts to yourself. <coughs> but you guys also, um, James 5.16 says, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you can be healed. So as I confess, please pray for me. Um, and I'm, uh, you know, so I guess it's like, I think I said on another one of my episodes that uh, can you confess your sins to God? I think you can. Uh, there's been a few psalms that I've read of David confessing his uh, sins to God. Uh, so it's like, uh, why can't I do the same? Uh, you know, anyway, so... Um, and in those moments, I guess, like, maybe from here on out, I should be saying, like, God, for the people that are... Um, confessing their sins to you i just pray for them and that you would uh just you know your will to be done in their lives um i gotta text my dad back really quick i gotta text my mom there's a bunch i got a bunch of family stuff going on guys so um do you have um you guys so today Today I went to church and, uh, you know, I go back to Bethel pretty soon here. I leave in about three weeks uh, to go back to my second year of seminary in California. I will be in Eureka. Um, I'll be at Bethel's sister college, which is in Eureka, California, uh, which is um, in uh, Humboldt County. Um and I just went to a church today to say goodbye to some other friends. I've been bouncing around from church to church of people that I know, and it was really nice. I got a three, uh, some t- a few people donated towards school. I got about three hundred fifty, three hundred forty dollars. I'm just, I was just blown away. So uh, yeah, just really grateful for that. I'm over seventeen hundred dollars for school now. I need about forty. I need, I need, I need forty eight hundred, forty forty seven, forty eight hundred. Um, I have a fundraiser on Facebook. You guys can find me on Facebook at Josiah Movius. My profile picture is the same picture that you see on my podcast. It's me in a dress shirt with glasses on looking down at uh, the word of the Lord. Um, And uh, yeah, so today was good. I got to see a bunch of friends. I worship was really good. It was at a home church, uh, which are just really, I think that's really authentic and really um, just, I guess you might be a little bit more real with God. Um, but anyway, my point is, uh, it was really good guys. I had, the, we just moved into our house and, you know, cause our house flooded a couple of years ago and we're still waiting on the house, uh, to get fixed and everything. And because of COVID, we couldn't have a lot of people working on the house. So we're still waiting on everything to get finished. So right now there's a lot of like stuff laying around the house and everyone's a little bit stressed. Everyone's a little bit, you know, on edge and a little bit more aggravated and, you know, you guys, I, I can't explain it, but throughout this, throughout these, throughout this past week, 
the Holy Spirit has just like the one th- the one biggest change. And you know we should probably open in prayer. Oh my gosh. Um, let me just open in prayer really quick, you guys, and then we'll we'll jump back to what I was talking about. Yeah, I just see. I think it's Ezekiel 38 where it talks where uh, God says to the prophet Ezekiel to prophesy to these dry bones that when you have dry bones, what you need is prophecy. So I see the Lord saying that those of you that have really been just feeling incredibly dry and broken down, um, I challenge you to go listen to my, uh, let's look at some other sermons that you should listen to. Let's see, mental health. Let's talk about it. I did a two-part series on that. Uh, You should listen to... um, Understanding Your Identity in Christ, probably. The the, the one that I was looking for was Season 4, Episode 1, Understanding Trials with Long-Suffering. Go ahead and listen to that, you guys. There's a verse in Isaiah where God says, I purify you with trials and tribulations in life. So... um, I look at the suffering I went through, you guys, and the enemy's going to get in your head so much as I say this kind of stuff. And I just, I just want to declare, uh, just before you know, I kind of say this that Satan, you have no power. You lost at the th- at at the cross. That you were defeated. That Christ rose and defeated death and gave us eternal life. But you guys. I look at the suffering I went through and I can look back and I'm telling you, God is using it for good. He is changing you. He's changing your mind. He's changing your heart. He's changing your character. Like I, I just know it to be true. And you've got to keep hanging on. Just like Paul said to young Timothy before he was beheaded, he said, fight the good fight of faith and do not give up. So, you guys, we're just, Father, I, everyone that is going through trials right now, God, help them to be open and honest with you. Help them to grow their intimacy with you right now. As you draw near to them, you will draw close to them as well, God. Please come close to those who are hurting, God. Those who are confused. Those that are just not understanding things. God, I pray that they would say, You know what, Lord? I trust you. Anything that's holding them back, any demon that's holding them back, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Demon, you will be judged on judgment day. And you will be thrown into the lake of fire. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so if there's any background noise, guys, I'm sorry. Um, I actually am in a room alone, but it's a very, it's kind of a small house. But anyway, you guys, let's just, uh, I'm trying to remember where I was, what I was exactly saying. 
Some of you guys know on some of my other journals, I've talked about how the Lord has been maturing me through other people's sins and what the Lord's kind of like transformed me uh, since then is that whenever I see someone's sin, it's not as so much it's painful, but literally I just see them. And of course we're going to see people sin, but in those moments, you guys, I just see this change in me of like, why don't I just pray for them in secret? Instead of, oh, well, there you go again. Someone sinned again. I can't explain it to you guys. It's a radical change. And it's something that, like, I want to do. It just... It's just something that... I don't know. It's just something I've seen. I, I've just seen so much change this week, you guys. So much breakthrough. The suffering you're going through, you've got to keep going. God is believing in you. You know, Hebrews 12. Let me just grab my Bible really quick. I'm going to read it in the message version, you guys. Let me find it here. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans cheering us on, it means we'd, we'd better get on with it, strip down, start running, and never quit. No extra spiritual fat. No no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race that we are in as well. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. Talking about Jesus. The exhilarating finish... In and with God, he could put up with anything along the way. Cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there. In the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourself flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item. That long litany of hostility the he plowed through. That will shoot adrenaline in your souls. Oh my gosh, you guys. Like, we just got to keep going. Just like Jesus says in Matthew 16, don't run from suffering. Embrace it. And when you do that, you're going to find yourself. And Jesus goes, if you don't know how, I'm going to show you how. So keep going, you guys. Say If, if you're just like, and it's like, these are moments where we're like, God, I don't feel hope and I want to feel hope. I don't feel your presence and I want to feel your presence. He wants you to be open and honest with him. I'm telling you guys, I, I just, I've experienced it. I, I've, I, you've got to believe me on this. You've got to go to God. You've got to get on your face and just be like, God, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Everything going on, my mind, my everything is just, and these ones where it's like, where it's like, God, what is it in my life that I need to get rid of? That's just like maybe making me have this mental trial and it may be something it may be not. I can't say that it is. I can't say that it isn't. That's for you to go to God and talk to him about it. Now my mom's texting me. I'm so sorry, guys. I've got a bunch of family drama going on. Hang on. Um, She wants to. I'm sorry, you guys. You gotta forgive me. I this is. I'm just. I'm so sorry. These are really important texts. Just hold tight.
Okay, I'm done, guys. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I can't handle this. I've got a bunch of drama going on, you guys. I'm sorry. My mom's blowing up my phone. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Gosh, my codependency is kicking in like freaking crazy right now. anymore here we go you guys okay I'm so sorry this is ugh. oh family drama family we all know how it goes I'm just texting and okay I'm here you guys I'm here um here we go some growths that I've seen this week number one continuing to seek fresh insights in conversations podcasts and sermons in my relationship with the Holy Spirit Number two, uh, the spirit of prophecy has come to life a lot this week in me, you guys. I've just, there's been moments where like, you know, I, you guys know I give prophetic words on Fridays. If you haven't listened to those words, go listen to them. They might speak to your life. They might not. But my point is, you guys, this week I just saw like the spirit of this, the Holy Spirit say like, I want, I want to do this more through you. And I was like, all right, let's do it. That's number two. Number three, I have seen a lot of healing this week in not being afraid to tell someone the truth about a situation we are talking about um and what what i mean by that is just not giving into the giving into the fear of man and giving into that codependent mindset some of you guys know i've talked about i'm very codependent here on my podcast uh i have seen uh i have seen this is obviously something god has been working on behind the scenes in my life this is something the lord's been showing me so it's really cool number four i have seen my identity grow more just seeing myself the way god does it brings such humility to my heart sometimes i just look myself in the mirror or sometimes i'll just be driving and i just think about myself and there's like this it's not like a prideful thing you guys there's like this like like just looking at myself the way god does and it's so amazing all the suffering is so worth it and i know that the it's like there's a verse um, and I'm thinking Proverbs that says don't get all comfortable because then that's when things start to get nah, you want to be careful right there. Sometimes there's going to be like you go through a season of just like pure suffering and there's moments of peace in those times. But then after that, you're going to reap the goodness of what God's doing behind the scenes once you go through that tough season. And then it's like then you're going to have. It's not like it's going to be like that forever. The enemy's still going to say things to you. But these are moments, you guys, where we just, like, we walk with God and we learn all these things about what we need to do in certain situations that test our faith. And we, like, like when we're under spiritual warfare, what are some things that we can do? Um, worship, pray, surrender, tell God how you feel. And people are like, well, you just, you just, you know, if you hear the enemy say something, you just say scripture. Well, you can't, like, some people might not know what to say. They might hear the enemy say something, be like, I don't have any scripture to back that up. Okay, bring that before God and say, God, I don't know what to say, but you do. You know what your, you know what your word says. 
The Bible says that he holds his word above his name. So those are moments where like, God, fight for me. So, it's Philippians 4.9, you guys. Paul says everything, okay, he says everything that you have learned in the past, put it into practice. And if you do that, you're kept in perfect peace you guys, because this is going to show what James says, that faith without works is dead. And what James is talking about in that context is people should see your life and say, he's a Christian. So, you know, guys, it's just like. the enemy trying to confuse me with scripture and just like literally the enemy what he really does and the lord really showed me like the truth just set me free what the lord says is that the enemy makes you speculate every single little thing why because when i first started to follow the lord i followed a lot of uh ministers on youtube that were just very judgmental very legalistic and the lord i'm so grateful has brought me out of that you guys I've just been able to see how to love people better and that, yes, you're going to see people sin, but it's one thing to say, oh, well, there you go. Are you going to pray for them? Because this is where, you know, I, I talked about um, how to trust God part two and how we feel like when we come into someone's life, we're just like, okay, they need, they need to know this and this and this and this. And part of that is because you have a sense of like a control issue. And that you don't trust God, that God's going to put the kind of things in his life. And instead of praying to God that he would do the rest in that person's life while you're giving him or her the wisdom that you need to give her. I don't know if that makes sense, but sometimes we have this control thing like, no, they need to know this. They need to do this. They need to do that. Da, 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 da. It's like, why don't you just say, Lord, what do you want me to tell them? And I'll do it. And then... Lord, I trust you. You're going to do the rest because you're God and nothing's going to stop you. And if there's something that's like holding you back and not believing that, ask the Lord to reveal it to you. What is it that's holding me back? So, um, number five that I've seen growth in is still having uh, consistent, quiet time with God. Getting into my Bible, you guys, it's the number one thing as a Christian. The number one thing is reading your word. Knowing what this says, who God says you are, what Jesus did for you, and how to consistently humble yourself before the Lord every day and say, God, because I mean, I mean, okay, do I do that every day? Do I, I, when I say every day, I mean on a consistent basis. That's what I mean. So I should, I should make my, I'm glad I made myself more clear. But my point is, you guys, recently I've just been like, God, if I'm wrong in something, in some, in one of my, in one of my beliefs about you, show me, because everything that I believed about God two years ago, He's telling me that all of it is wrong, because I was so legalistic, you guys. I was so all about works and doing this and doing that, and God's like, it's just not about that. It's important as a Christian to show that this is how a Christian lives, but that cannot be your foundation. What your foundation is, is that who am I in Christ? Not what did I do for God today? Because what does Paul say in Philippians 3? Let me just go to it in my, in my Bible real quick right here. Hang on a sec. 
I can't find it. But Paul just talks about, he pretty much restates, I think it's in Philippians 3, it's vague in my mind, but Paul restates what Isaiah says, where Isaiah says, our righteous deeds are nothing but filthy rags. Now, I've been told what that means in the Greek, and I have honestly forgotten, and that's okay. Maybe I'm supposed to hear it again, whatever. And here, there I go again, speculating everything. Like, I just literally, because those are the kind of people that I followed when I started to follow the Lord was like, He's doing this. Oh, no. And then why is he doing that? What did he go through? Da, 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 da. It's those, These are the kind of people that I followed, you guys. And I've just... There's been temptation to go back to them and listen to their videos and listen to their wisdom. The Holy Spirit has reminded me, like I've said, on my other journals to guard your heart in what you watch on YouTube. Because whenever the enemy makes me speculate things... He makes me remember every single YouTube video that I've listened to and learned to make me like undecided on a situation. And then another subject comes and then all everyone else's opinions come. So, and I'm, I mean, the Lord's really been really getting rid of all that stuff and I'm so grateful for it. And something else I've been praying you guys is, this is kind of recently, and you know, I, okay, so I just, I've said God. If there's anything that I've said to anyone else and it's not true, get it out of their head. Remove it. It's just like Paul says, I think it's in Romans where he says, if I, may, nah, maybe it's Galatians, but anyway, Paul says, if I come to you and preach a different gospel, don't listen to it. Don't. get it. No. Literally. So, um, because you know, and oh my gosh, I don't know if you guys have listened to this guy, um, Isaiah Saldivar. He's a great guy. Does a lot of deliverance. You guys should check out his videos. Um, he's a really humble guy. One of the th I, I listened to one of his videos this week. From uh, he did an interview with um, some of you guys might know this guy Ruslan as well on YouTube. He's got his own ministry on YouTube, and he's a great guy as well. Ruslan's really good. You guys should check out his videos. But they did they did an interview together, and one thing Isaiah just said is that what am I gaining if you agree with me on something? And it hit me so hard I needed to hear that so bad because for so long if you don't agree with me you're a false teacher that's it everyone stay away from him and if you go towards him then you're not saved you're going to hell it's like dude because if there if, because if there is something that I am gaining if you are agreeing with me it's pride and that's going to harden your heart and you can you can experience that of your heart getting hardened and you can do what God says in Joel and Amos to the Israelites is that are you guys coming back to me and getting personal with me about your sin? Because God was saying to the Israelites in Amos and in Joel that you guys are just sinning and sinning and sinning and that's not the problem. What the problem is, is that you are, you're just offering sacrifice. You're like, oh, kill an animal. We're good. Da -da -da -da. Move on. That's it. Because at that point, you guys, where are we coming back to? We're coming right back to, say it with me, begins with the letter R. We are coming right back to religion, not a relationship. Just like God says in Hosea, he says, I don't, this is God talking to the Israelites. And he goes, I don't want your sacrifices. I want your love. And the context he's talking about there is that you guys just keep giving sacrifices and, and we're good and da, 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 da. He's saying, 
I want you to come back to me personally. Look at David in Psalm 55 when he, uh, I think it's Psalm 55, uh, I went too far, I went too far. Okay, I'll start it, hang on. Wait, nope, it's not 54 or 55. Uh, let me find it, you guys. I thought it was, I thought it was fifty something. But David, pretty much, it's it's where David commits adultery with Beth. Oh, Psalm fifty-one. There it is. God comes back, and this is again, like I said earlier, David confessing his sin to God. Like, uh, now I'm blinking, but I hope you guys see what I'm connecting right there. Like, I, and this is where, like, I get fearful. Like, am I, ex and it's like, I, I deal with a lot of anxiety like that. Like, am I explaining myself well? Am I going too fast? And then I, but then, but then it's like, then it's like, then I'm getting back into the groove of, you need to hear what I'm saying instead of Holy Spirit. I know whatever I say in this podcast, you're going to remind them. I've got to, I've got to trust him on that. I, I've got to. Let's move on here, you guys. Number six of some of the gross, the, the of some of the things that I have grown in this week is I have seen strength grow mentally to not have thoughts just wander into speculating every situation. Sometimes these thoughts just come and it'll be like, it'll be in my mind for a second and then it'll go away. It's just this like, you know, Romans 12, 2 talks, Roman 12, 2 talks about the renewing of your mind. It's like, I just see that. I see it come and then it's like somehow it's weird like in my brain I can see just something that God has done that I cannot explain. It's like and I this is this is cuz I've been experiencing this over the past few weeks you guys and it's like shooting a gun, you know, you got a small 22 and you shoot it at a at a brick wall and the the bullet doesn't go through the wall, it just hits the wall and goes straight to the floor. That's also what I've been experiencing as well. Um, and it's like, can you experience that like all the time? Yeah. just put on the armor of God. Maybe not all the time. It's like there's testing and there's, then there's things that God's doing. And uh, you know what guys, and another thing I've said on this podcast is that if you're suffering and you're going through something, the body of Christ culture and a lot of pastors have made it seem like if you're suffering, there's something wrong going on. No, and I just, I don't agree with that. Maybe, it's just, maybe, maybe, this is just God saying, you're going to have this trial, and it's going to, I, I want it ultimately to bring you closer to me, tell me how you feel, grow in intimacy, read my word, worship, do the things you can do to put into practice that you've learned when you go through suffering, and I'm going to grow you. No matter what. He's still going to grow you. That is if, you know, you keep a relationship with the Lord. I mean, if you walk away, then, I mean, I'm sorry. Th that's it. God can bring another someone back in your life and give you a prophetic word and you come back to God. But uh, it's like Second Timothy. Let me just hang on a sec because I, I, I have a verse for this. Let me find it really quick. 
Here it is. I think it's I think it's Second Timothy two eleven. There's context behind this, but you can. But this is. Sorry, it's yeah, Second Timothy, yeah, Second Timothy two eleven. It says, "If we give up on him, he does not give up." But before that, it says, "If we turn our backs on him, he'll turn his back on us." Now it's like, what's the difference? Well, turning your back on God is walking away and saying, "I'm going back to my old life." Giving up, I think, can mean like. Maybe it's like. Romans 5, or not Romans 5, 3. Maybe it's like Matthew 5, 3, where Jesus says, uh, I'm almost there. Let me find it. I'm right there. You are blessed when you are at the end of your rope with less of you and more of God. Maybe that's like giving up. I'm at the end of my rope. I'm just done. It's like, okay, God's not going to give up. He's going to keep working. So, you know, I hope that connects with you as well. But um, whatever suffering you're going through, you guys, I've been praying for you guys. I've been praying for people that are suffering. God is hearing me. You can call out to God and he's going to hear you. If you're feeling like you don't have a lot of faith, tell God that. If you feel like he's far from you, tell him that. Tell him everything. He is eager to hear everything you want to say. He wants honesty. He wants intimacy. He is literally your dad. He He's up there. He's real. And he came down to die for you. Jesus took on the wrath of God. Isaiah says that God was satisfied after the crucifixion. And I've, I've, I've read a lot of articles, but what theologians have said is that what was satisfied was God's wrath. Now, does that mean that God doesn't have wrath anymore? No. What it means is where John, I think it's, uh, it's early on in John. It's early on in John, but John says those that abide outside of the blood, meaning, you know, talking about Jesus, that the wrath of God abides on them. But he goes on and says those that are in the blood that the wrath of God abides outside of them. So I hope, again, I just hope this is all connecting with you guys. So I'm going to, I have a couple things that I, I was doing this journal last night, you guys. I, I just wrote down some pinpoints of the, of some things that, um, that I, I, I wrote six things that I grew in this week. And I only wrote two things that I struggled with this week, but I'm going to talk about some more things. Uh, that I struggled with, and I'm going to go into a moment of confession of sin. But none, the, the, the first thing that I struggled with this week is comparing myself to others who seem to be doing more than me in ministry. Do I believe this podcast is the start of my ministry? Yes. I want to be a pastor one day. I know there's a difference between a missionary and a pastor. Do I think I want to travel around the world and preach the gospel? Yes. Do I want to have my own church and have people come every Sunday and have a worship night every Wednesday? Yes, but again, it's God's will. Whatever God wants me to do. When God has me go to Africa one day and preach, it's going to be the perfect timing for me to go. When I uh, have my church service on in in 2030... I'm if I if I'm only going to be preaching for 2030 to 2033 in my church and then the church stops those three years that's all I needed to be there that's all that's what God's saying you're you're going to be here for three years and it's going to be 
uh, the right timing for you to be here, and then it's going to be time to move on. This is just, like, theoretical, you guys. I'm not prophesying, so just, you know, hold your horses. Don't call me a false prophet. <laughs> Number two, um, anxiety about uh, financial stuff for school and money by itself. Um, I don't know if I worded that right. I've had a lot of anxiety about money for school and just uh, money, like, Money, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm blanking right now. Um, just money by itself, like how to get, like put gas in my car and get food and yada, yada, yada. I think, you know, there's been so many different opinions on the prosperity gospel and it's like, well, Solomon was rich and yeah, but you can't say that's going to be God's will for everyone. There's the whole, you know, there's more, it's, it, there, there's so much scripture, you guys, that people are just gonna, that, like, you can read one scripture. If everyone read a scripture, everyone's gonna have a different thought on it. But that doesn't mean that everyone is right. There's, and, and that's why false doctrines are gonna be really easy to swallow. Because we look at how Jesus explained things in parables, and we are still, to this day, Sunday, January 13th at 6.10, trying to figure out the understandings of Jesus's parables, you guys. So, it's like, do I do I think God wants me to be, like, you know, wealthy? I don't know. I, and I'm not going to think about that because he's going to provide for me financially. He's going to help me. God knew that, God knows that the day's... And the culture that was going on when Jesus came was different than what it is today. He knew that was going to happen. It's like, he doesn't miss anything, you guys. And nothing surprises him. So, I don't know. I'm just... You know, I'm just... Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Let's go into a moment of confession of sin, you guys. Um... Please pray for me as I do this. Restore me gently. And, um, yeah. So, uh, just like a lot of bad language, impure language, saying a lot of inappropriate, just like cuss words have, um, had its way in me. And it's been a little bit, it's been hard. In those moments, I've definitely seen a big heart change and, like, wow, I really don't like that. And I'm really grateful for that. Number two, you guys, impure, erratic thoughts. I haven't struggled with a lot this week, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, it's like, but I'm just continuing to, like, in those moments, what are things that I can put into practice that will help me grow in this situation with the Holy Spirit? So, um, I'm still, I mean, I'm still clean. You guys, uh, I used to have a big addiction with vaping. Uh, it was, that was the hardest thing to quit over pornography, over drinking. You guys, I, I, I did not know it was so hard to quit. And I can look back and see that I was trying to do it in my own strength because I was always trying to work for God and you know, Oh my God, I'm so grateful that God's really brought me out of that. But, um, I'm nine months free. Oh, um, not vaping. And I'm just, you know, I'm completely blown away by it you guys um i never thought i'd be here and that those nine months have 
flown by. I can't believe that. So, um, I'm still clean on sexual integrity issues. I'm, I'm really grateful for that. And uh, I can't say there's been a lot of temptation this week. But I'm telling you guys, the more you put things into practice in your faith... I'm telling you, it just, it helps out a lot. And people that are in your, it's like, you know what? And just take this with you. Just, just, just take this with you. Cause I feel led to say this, start asking God to just remove people from your life that don't need to be there. People that might be toxic, people that might be unequally yoked. I've heard stories of people, you know, the, uh, you guys have probably heard things about the enemy sending people in your life. Um, I've experienced that where people have come into my life and they continue to try to get me to indulge back into sin, uh, sexual immorality, to be uh, more, more uh, exact of what kind of sin these kind of people were trying to get me into and they did call themselves Christians and I just... I continue to try to tell them, like, I don't know why you're trying to drag me into these things. I don't like it. I even try to get them to, like, repent and just say, like, I, I'm not, I don't want to come off mean or rude. Like, I just, I want you to come the right way and come into what God has for you. So take that with you guys. Um, <sighs> judging others is probably another one. And I, uh, like I said, uh, that was, I, I struggled with that kind of stuff early on in the week and then I told you how I saw someone sin and then I just saw a dramatic change in like kind of just being sad for them and then just praying for them in that moment of saying oh well you know there they go again we're living in end times Jesus is coming back you better repent it's like you can tell them that but if you're not praying I just I, 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 I see a very big problem with that so put that into practice you guys pray for people that were far from God and if they if you give someone a prophetic word or you give someone a Bible verse that God might want you to give them and they just push it away, something I've learned from the American Gospel documentary that I learned is that they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting Jesus. And that really brought a huge relief to me because I'm not bringing them closer to me. I'm telling them about Jesus to bring them closer to God. I mean, I would... Gosh, I'd hope so. So... Um... Honestly, guys, that's all the sin I have to confess to you. I, I, you know, I don't just only confess sin here on, uh, on my podcast. I have a boss that knows the Lord very well, and I confess sin to him. I confess sin to my dad. I confess sin to other brothers and brothers in Christ. Uh, I would seriously consider confessing sin to the same sex. That's incredibly important. Uh, no matter what kind of sin it, sin it is that you're confessing. And again, like if you don't have anyone to confess sin to you guys, you can confess it to God, just like you read. I mean, there's just go look at some of the Psalms, just flip through, ask the Lord to show you, you know, if that's true, because I might be wrong on that, but I'm, I mean, I've read scripture recently where there is scripture where David confesses his sins to God, and it's like, you know, if you don't have anyone in your life to confess sin to that you feel like is going to restore you gently, excuse me, um, confess it to God, you know? Um, I mean, I've, I've had those moments where I just haven't felt safe because it's, because then it all comes back to guarding your heart. You guys, it all comes back down to that. So 
that's pretty much all I have for you guys. It's been a really good week and you know, I've, I've dealt with some anxiety, but I'm just, again, you guys, I'm just in these moments where this trial comes mentally and this different trial and that trial and this comes, okay, here's four different things that I, this is just like blah, just like whatever. Here's like four different things that I struggled with this week and I go, okay, well, this situation over here, I can put these things into practice to grow my faith. And this over here, this is a different trial, but I can put these, these different things into practice as well. So I, I hope you guys see what I'm connecting here. And I just, I can't explain the cry out of my heart where I just want you to know God. You're created to know God. You're created to have a relationship with him. Just like Peter says, he says that God is holding back his return. L think about that, you guys. Think about that. Where God is got because Jesus said he said not not even he says I think it's Matthew 24. We, let me just let me just read it so I don't misquote it. Hang on a sec, guys. Here we go, Matthew 24, verse 36. This is Jesus talking about the day of his return, and he's talking about the timing of it. He says in verse 36, but the exact day and hour, no one knows that. He goes on and says, not even the heavens, not even heaven's angels know. He goes on and says, not even the sun Jesus is saying that he goes, I don't even know. He goes on and says, only the father knows. Only God knows when Jesus is going to come back. That blows my mind, you guys. Again, maybe there's some stuff in the Greek. Maybe there's stuff secret in that chapter that there's more of us to learn in that. In that. But he's holding back his return, like Peter says. And he goes on and explains why. He says, because God wants none to perish, but that all would come to repentance. So I just, you know, and it, it breaks my heart that sometimes there's things we see that God does and we don't understand. And you guys, these are moments where it's like we can go to God and just say, I don't understand, but you're God. You know things that I don't. And just like, Lord, change my heart to abide in that and be okay with that. Because you're God and I'm not. This is where humility starts to grow, you guys. It's so key. So let's just, um, I just got to stop myself because I'm going to, I'm just going to keep going. So let's close in prayer here, you guys. I hear the Lord saying that he's putting you on more solid ground.
I see Zephaniah 3.17 where the Lord says, I will sing songs of joy over you. I see, I, I just, I see dancing. Lord, bring people to you. The things that we believe that are not true, show us. Take us from glory to glory. I thank you that you're going to keep your covenant with your people. You are so good, God. We thank you for the trials. Help us to be more real and more honest with you. Just show us things in our lives that need to be removed, that are just stopping us from growing in you more, God, and change our hearts, renew our minds. So much peace. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you love us so much and that that you're with us and that you hold our tears in a bottle. For those that are tired and just keep striving for you, God, correct them. Show them what needs to be fixed. Lead them in your ways, Father. Mold them the way you want to mold them. Father, we declare that throughout the trial that we trust you we trust you, we trust you, we trust you, for you are good. So good, Father. And the times when we think about your goodness and the enemy goes, yeah, well, what about this and what about that? Lord, your hand is over that. You are working behind the scenes in every aspect of our lives that you work for good, what the enemy meant for bad. You work all things for good for those who love you and are called according to your will. So help us to love you and help us to be called to your will. God, I continue to see you just do miraculous things. Change us in the ways we need to be changed, God. One day we're going to be with you. Help us with our unbelief. Help us with our doubt. Help us to have faith in you, God, knowing who you are and that you can do all things with ease because you are able. We worship you, Father. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm recording here. I'm on 47 minutes. You know, if you've been here for this long, thank you so much. If you, uh, well, I can't say if you haven't because you're not going to listen to this part. You haven't heard this part, but um, I think it's one thing, if I'm going to say one thing the enemy also does is um, he just really, from time to time, I'll get done with a podcast and he'll just be like, you forgot to say this, da 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 da, and he'll just accuse me and accuse me and accuse me and it gets really hard. So, um, But I have seen also this week, you guys, I'm just quick to tell God more things that come into my head, more quick to just surrender and pray about things more quickly. 
And again, you guys, I'm going to finish with this and then we'll head out of here. But if you're suffering, sometimes it's not about something's going wrong in your life. And you, and there's like, sometimes, it, sometimes it's not God, uh, like bringing consequences upon you or not. I don't want to say punishing. He God, it's not discipline all the time, but sometimes it's just God saying, I'm going to bring a little trial. And all it's going to do is bring you closer to me and that you're just to surrender to that to me and talk to me about it. I'm telling you guys, I've experienced it. I've seen it. I, 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 in my own life, I have. So that's about it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to my journal today here on Santini's Daily Dose Podcast. This is your friend, Josiah. God bless you.